Hello, friends. You're listening to the Sound Off Podcast. My name is Nate Laux, and I'm your host. Sound Off is a community conversation show that airs each Monday and Friday live on 96.7 The Eagle in LaPorte, Indiana. And while podcasts don't allow for live interaction, we are still grateful to have you listening and engaged. So please help us out by subscribing and rating the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Share the podcast with your friends and enjoy today's conversation. Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off from January 17th, 2022 with your host, Nate Lauks. Today, Nate hosts a Sound Off Summit. Now, here's your host, Pastor Nate Lauks. Hello, friends. My name is Nate Lauks. Today is Monday, January 17th, and you are listening to Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. We're glad to have you on this cold day in January. So today we're going to have a Sound Off Summit, which means the phone and text lines are open for you. You could talk about what's on your mind. Here's the thing, though. We had this a little bit when we had um, uh, the last uh, Senator Paul Jr. on the show, and we had to kind of vamp a little bit, and we enjoyed it. But here's the thing. You have to call in, and you get to talk a little bit about what you want, but it has to be civil. It can't be hateful. It can't be uh, too targeted, because here's the thing. We have sponsors, and our sponsors don't want to hear you be mean. But I do want to hear what you want to talk about. And if you've got an issue here in LaPorte County, we want to know about it. So possible conversations you could probably talk about is the controversial education bill that was just shelved in the state of Indiana. Maybe you want to talk about the gun permit law that the Senate and the House are debating in Indiana. That is, uh, if you listen to the radio beforehand, uh, Sheriff Boyd here in LaPorte County is against it. But it looks like it might pass. It would remove gun permits um, uh, the need to get gun permits here in Indiana, uh, to carry rather. Maybe you want to talk about former mayor of the fair, former mayor of Laporte, Blair Milo running for Congress. Maybe how to spend the ARP money. Maybe the proposed local income tax. Whatever's on your mind, I want to hear from you. The phone number is 219-362-0522. You can call me or text me. Again, that's 219-362-0522. Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and I thought I'd give a brief reading here from one of my sections of Reverend Martin's uh, writings. From where do we go from here? Chaos or community? From 1967. Martin Luther King Jr. says, I know that love is ultimately the only answer to mankind's problems. And I'm going to talk about it everywhere I go. I know it isn't popular to talk about it in some circles today. I'm not talking about emotional bosh when I talk about love. I'm talking about a strong, demanding love. And I've seen so much hate. I've seen so much hate on the faces of sheriffs in the South. I've seen hate on the faces of too many Klansmen and too many white citizen counselors in the South to want to, want to hate myself. Because every time I see it, I know that it does something to their faces and their personalities. And I say to myself that hate is too great of a burden to bear. I've decided to love. If you are seeking the highest good, I think you can find it through love. And the beautiful thing is that we are moving against wrong when we do it, because John was right. God is love. He who hates does not know God, but he who has love has the key that unlocks the door to the meaning of ultimate reality. And so I say to you today, my friends, that you may be able to speak with the tongues of men and angels. You may have the eloquence of articulate speech, but you have, if you have not love, it means nothing. Yes, you may have the gift of prophecy. You may have the gift of scientific prediction and understand the behavior of molecules. You may break into the storehouse of nature and bring forth many new insights. 
Yes, you may ascend to the heights of academic achievement so that you have all knowledge. And you, have, you may boast of your great intuitions of learning and, and boundless extent of your degrees. But if you have not love, all of these mean absolutely nothing. You may even give your goods to feed the poor. You may bestow great gifts of charity. And you may tower high in philanthropy. But if you have not love, your charity means nothing. You may even give your body to be burned and die to the death of a martyr. And your spilt blood may be a symbol of honor for generations yet unborn. And thousands may praise you as one of history's greatest heroes. But if you have not love, your blood was spilt in vain. What I'm trying to get you to see this morning is that a man may be self-centered in his self-denial and self-righteous in his self-sacrifice. His generosity may feed his ego and his piety may feed his pride. So without love, benevolence becomes egotism and martyrdom becomes spiritual pride. And that, my friend, is Martin Luther King Jr. from Where Do We Go From Here, KSR Community, 1967. So we're having an, an open conversation, what I like to call a sound off summit today. Uh, you could you get to talk about what you want, possible conversations if you want. The controversial education bill was shelved. This bill was going to do lots of different things. It was going to make our educators put their lesson plans online before the week so that parents can, I guess, dissect them. I, I, I don't know. Um, and then uh, we could talk about the gun permit law if you'd like. Uh, what you think about that? Do you think we should... Um, uh, get rid of the uh, license to carry, the permitting to carry. Um, obviously, there's still other permitting things and everything, but this is one part of the bill. Um, Stan Maddox had a story on uh, the radio right before here, and I know Sheriff Boyd on this show before has said that he's against it, and most sheriff's organizations are against this bill, but it seems to still have a lot of traction at the state level. Maybe you want to talk about former Mayor Blair Milo running for Congress in the 1st District, which is, again, kind of interesting because um, just just this year, LaPorte got divided into two districts. We've talked about this on the show. Maybe you'd like to talk about that. Maybe you want to talk about how to spend the ARP money, the money that the cities and the schools are getting um, from the federal government. Um, obviously, your tax money is just coming back to you and your community. Uh, maybe the proposed local income tax or what they're calling the lit tax, which is a public safety tax, which will go towards uh, helping those who are serving in public safety positions to help fund those better. Uh, maybe you have that. Well, I'd love to talk to you today. The number is 219-362-0522. You can call me or you can text me. I'd love to hear from you. All right, let's get to our first caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling the show. What's your what's your uh what's your comment on the Sound Off Summit today? Uh hi Joe. I just, this is Jacqueline Schumann. I just want to say uh the way you started the program off with Martin Luther King's saying and mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, How do men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another? Yep. Yep, absolutely. We are to we are to be about the Father's business. We are to take what God has given us and use it to the best of our ability and be good stewards over what God has given us. It's God that supplies our needs, whether it be through government, or through any man, or any service. We God is our provider, and we are to seek Him first. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of 
God. Seek ye first. So that's where we have to start, is with God and the Word. And then move as the Holy Spirit guides us. We have to be obedient. Without obedience, God can't, God's hands are tied. We have to be obedient to his word and then follow his word to the best of our ability. And then when we seek him first, he will bring it all together. But love, we work with our brothers and sisters in love. We may not agree, but we agree to disagree for peace sake and work in love and honor and all comes from God our Father above. God bless you. I appreciate you and the way you started the show off. God bless you. All right. Thank you Thanks. so much. Yeah, you have a great day. Thanks so much for calling. We've got a Sound Off Summit episode today. Whatever's on your mind, I'd love to hear from you. Um, we're just having some open conversations about what's going on in the community. If you've got something laying on your heart, maybe you'd like to talk about the the North-South Corridor and, and what you think about it. Mayor, Mayor Dermody rather, was on the show on Friday talking about uh, where they're at on that. And I know that the LaPorte County commissioners are still debating it, where they fall on that. There's no been no firm opinion on that yet. From what I understand, there's been no uh, firm yes or no firm no. It's still de being debated. Obviously, um, there's some things happening in the federal government with uh, infrastructure dollars that I'm sure the county would like for a couple different projects, including the North-South Corridor, but also the uh, Michigan City Drawbridge, which is um, potentially uh, going to get replaced um, because, again, they're putting more than a million dollars from what I read on it, more than a million dollars into that bridge each year just to keep it going. And there's lots of things, and we've talked about this on the show before, there's lots of reasons why you can't just take that bridge down, um, including the Coast Guard being involved there and, and, and different things. Uh, so replacing it or rebuilding it is one of the best options. And I think they're probably, the county's gonna at least try to approach the federal government and see if they can get some infrastructure bill or infrastructure money to do that. What do you think about that? I'd love to talk to you. We've got a, a show today called the Sound Off Summit, open conversation. I'd love to hear from you. The Liquor Vault on air line is 209-362-0522. You're welcome to call me. You're welcome to text me. Comment on Facebook if you'd like. I'd love to hear from you today. We're going to take our first break. It's 1230. We'll be right back here on 96.7 The Eagle. Hello, everyone. Today, we're having a Sound Off Summit, which means the phone and text lines are open for you. You can talk about what's on your mind as long as it's civilly and on point, you can have the conversation. Again, we don't want you to throw any bombs at anybody because then people get mad at me and I don't like it when people are mad at me. So we can have possible conversations. You could talk about, let's say the controversial education bill that was shelved here in the state of Indiana. I know a lot of people on my Facebook were, were upset about that. Maybe the gun permit law that's going on and being discussed. Maybe you'll talk about former Blair, Mayor Blair Milo, who's running for Congress in the first district. Maybe how to spend the ARP money or the proposed local income tax. You know, in the next couple months, we're going to have a lot of guests on these shows. So I wanted to give you the opportunity to have a discussion here. The kind of some things that you want. I don't know how many discussion episodes we're going to have without a guest because we've got the primary coming up. So lots of people are going to want to be on the show. And so I thought, let's just have a sound off summit and see what you think. So let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Thanks for being on the show. What's your thoughts today? Yes, I'd like to uh, take and give a 
positive comment to you about your project you have there on Brighton Street with the old Lennox building. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's coming out well, huh? I travel by there a lot. I live on First Street, and I was amazed in the last two years what you've done with that. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a labor of love. I tell you that it, it's been a it's been a labor. But uh, you know those projects in areas where nobody wants to kind of do any renovation, it, it really comes out well. Though I was really happy to see it. Uh-huh. Well, my question is, is, is as far as the future plan, what are you going to do with as far as the building itself? Oh, good question. So the um, building there. So if if you've not been there, so. Uh, the caller's talking about our project with the PAC Center, which is the um, uh, Brighton Street Green Space, and it's the former Lennox Dairy property. Um, and so what we did is so much of that factory was falling apart. And um, and so what we were able to do is save the storefront to that, and we renovated it, and it became uh, what we call an education resource center. So it's really beautiful. Um, you can find the Brighton Street Green Space on Facebook and look at some pictures of it. Um, and we do different projects in there. We have a summer kids garden that meets in there. It's a really beautiful renovated space um, you know that has an ADA accessible bathroom has a kitchenette it, it holds probably about 55 60 people and very soon we'll, we'll, we'll allow the community to use it one of the things in that area is it is a food desert which means those who live in that area have a lack of access to affordable foods and so we've got our gardens there and everything we wanted to make sure that people also have uh, you know health care that's available there so you know we'll bring in different health care uh, things Things in that in that uh, education resource center as well so that we can do different projects so we can get access to those who need it and so um, yeah thanks so much for calling and talking about that I, I love our, our Brighton Street green space and shout out to two of our main volunteers Neil, Neil Lauks and Ben Mannix for, for, for putting in so much time on that let's get to another caller hey thanks so much for calling the show today on our sound off summit what's on your mind well, how are you doing today, Pastor? You know, better. I'm, I'm doing better than I deserve. I'm doing pretty well, actually. I'm, I, I was having a hard time getting out of bed this morning because I saw how cold it is. But I'm, I'm doing good now that I'm up. How are you? Uh, oh, good, good. I was more concerned with uh, well, I, uh, the ice icing issue. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's getting slippery. I know it is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had to watch that when I had to go out this morning. Um, what I called in about... Um, I had talked with Sheriff Boyd from time to time on this format about the permitting process, and uh, I stand with law enforcement on this issue. Uh, I don't think that uh, doing away with the permitting process is a good thing. Um, I have a long history in law enforcement myself, and uh, anything that puts our police in further harm's way can't be a good thing. Now, under uh, the way it's been lately, there was no charge to obtain a permit. So why do we have to do away with the permitting process? It just leads me to wonder if the gun lobby doesn't have such deep pockets that uh, perhaps that's the motivation for some of these people to push this legislation. I don't know. I'm but it has crossed my mind. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that mm-hmm. as a fact, but it, it kind of makes me wonder. I mean, uh, it will flood uh, more guns into the community. There's no question about it. I mean, uh, anyone can just buy a gun, put it in their pocket, and carry it. I don't think that's a good thing. And uh, after hearing Sheriff 
Boyd's comments on that. I called the uh, Indiana Senate and voiced my opposition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, is that Dennis playing with that gong again? You know Dennis. <laughs> yeah, he he times everyone, yeah. so you know uh, that. But yeah, I always I, into mischief. <laughs> he is, he is. Yeah, no, it, it is interesting because it is a bill that uh, a lot of people. Um, uh, don't realize that it, it is kind of the legislators against law enforcement on this, and so we'll see who wins um, and and where it goes. And you know, a lot a lot of I think law enforcement are just asking legislators, how does this make make communities more safe and things like this? And and because in their estimation, it certainly doesn't. And so I don't know. I'm not an expert on any of that. So um, we'll just be following it here. We've got uh, a sound off summit today, an open conversation. You get to talk about what you want. As long as it's civil and on point, the phone line here is 219-362-0522. That's the Looker Vault on airline. You can call or text. Let me get caught up on some text real quick, Denny. Um, here's one. Will you please announce that the COVID clinic at the old Laporte Hospital is open today until 6. We take walk-ins until 515. So if you want to get your shot or your booster, you can go in until 6, walk-ins until 515. Here's another one on the education topic. If parents are concerned about what their kids are being taught in school, maybe they need to either start homeschooling them or even better start communicating with their kids, actually talk about controversial topics. I think conversation and communication is sadly being lost between parents and kids. This may bring to light there is usually more than one way to look or think about something. Thank you so much for texting there. One more. Laporte needs to legalize medical marijuana. Laporte would make out good on the taxes. California has it legal for medical and recreational. I'm not saying Laporte. I'm not saying Laporte legalized recreation, but medical needs or medical helps people. Um, yeah, obviously that's a statewide uh, decision that Laporte can't make that decision. But we've had that conversation here on the show before, and you know, there's uh, there's some data that suggests 60% of the business going to dispensaries in Michigan on the border come from Hoosiers. That's, that is a lot of tax dollars, though uh, other people rightly point out that uh, tax dollars aren't everything. So let's get to another caller. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks for calling in today on the uh, Sound Off Summit. What's your comment? Hi, Nate. Hi, bud. Um, I, I was listening to the last caller, and evidently he doesn't know the licensing process. Um, there is a fee to the county and to the state for the either uh, five-year permit or the lifetime permit right now. I thought last year they got rid of that. They didn't get rid of that last year? I thought in 2021 they I got rid of it. I don't think so. I'm, pretty- I'm, not, I'm not positive, but from my past experience, I've paid the fees. Yeah, I, I I I thought the legislator last time he was in said they they did get rid of that, but I I totally could be wrong. So I'll I'll find out though for sure. I I, I could be wrong on yeah. top of it, but from from my experience, I've paid fees, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it takes so long for the county to submit your stuff to the state. It's it's mm-hmm. basically you're at the will of the county. Yeah. Now, as far as it bringing more guns. I don't think so. Um, What they need to do is prosecute the people that get caught that aren't supposed to have them and not let them out. I mean, Kim Fox in Chicago is a prime example of not prosecuting people when they get caught doing so. So is your your feeling that they're not not prosecuting people here in LaPorte County? Correct. 
Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll have to ask that to, to Sheriff Boyd next day's, next time he's on the show to see kind of what they're doing and and how they're handling uh, those that are caught with guns, you know, that don't have permits and things like that. Because that's a good question. When, when when you look at it, most of the people that are caught with a gun have passed um, arrests or convictions that they shouldn't be. They they should be in jail somewhere. It, it, because it's a felony. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a simple misdemeanor when you don't when you when you're not. It's a felony conviction when you're not supposed to own a handgun. All right. Well, thanks so much for calling. Right. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good day. Um, we've got uh, a sound off summit, which means it's an open show. As long as you're civil and you're on point, you're welcome to call in. The Liquor Vault on airline is 209-362-0522. I, I did get a text here that says there's a bad rack on 104 East of Stillwell. Roads are very slick. Be very, very careful when you're driving people. It is slick out there. Sli- slipper than you think. All right, let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling today's episode of Sound Off Summit. What's your thoughts here? How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Well, it's freezing, but that's the side point. It's <laughs> weather here, you know. Yep. Okay, on the uh, Franklin Street Bridge. Yep. Okay, uh, the government's going to put so much money up, right? Yes. For yep. the bridge. Yep. Yep. And does the Michigan City taxpayers have to uh, match that? No. So it's it's. It, I tell you what, I, I did not know about this how the bridge was handled until I started this show. But it's very interesting. So essentially, the county is in charge of paying for the bridge. Michigan City residents are not, other than the county taxes that a Michigan City resident would pay. But a Michigan City bridge is actually because of the state mandate. The state mandates that that counties take care of bridges in their county. Um, but he, here's where it really gets interesting: is not only does the state have a say in it, not only does the the county have a say in it. Michigan City certainly has desires out of it, but the the U.S. military and the Coast Guard gets a say in how it goes as well. So there's a lot of stakeholders, but it's the county that actually has to pay for it. Yeah, because I know, you know, I've been down the river and that there, and there's a lot of expensive Chicago boats. Mm-hmm. Why don't they start charging the boats that, you know, they got to lift the uh, bridge up to them? Why don't they, you know, put a number on the side and they got to pay every time they go through? Yeah, yeah, that would be an interesting thing, and I, I would assume they could do some kind of permitting thing there, um, and I'm not sure why the, the, I'll have to ask one of the county commissioners or, or one of the county council next time they're on the show to see why they don't do that, because that would make sense to me as well. Right, because, you know, why should uh, the county pay for it when uh, the county's not using the bridge, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they use it to cross over, yes, but to lift it up and maintain it, and it costs a million dollars a year or something like that? Why don't they, you know, uh, charge the voters that, you know, they got to lift the bridge up yeah. and charge them to, you know, sure. pay part of it? Yep. It's a good question. I'm going to write it down. And next time I have a county uh, uh, official here, I'll ask him. All right. Thanks so much for calling. All right. Let's get to another caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling the show. You're on today's Sound Off Summit. What's your thoughts? Hey, Mr. Matelox. How are you today? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. Listen, I'm calling about the gun permit deal. Yep. I just got my gun permit. It costs you less than $15 right now to get your lifetime gun permit. All you're paying for is your fingerprints. That's it. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, yeah, there's no actual permitting cost. It's just to get the fingerprints, right? 
that's right. All you're paying for is the fingerprints. That's it. And we're talking within the last last 60 days, I got my gun permit, lifetime gun permit. Yeah. And all it If you don't mind was, me, how, how long how long did it take you to get it? Like, you know, what was the process like? Okay. A month. It was a month. It okay. was exactly a month. And there are a couple other people that I work with that have went and got theirs and have managed to get it in under a month. And another fella, he waited, I think, two, almost three months, but ended up being a discrepancy in the paperwork he filled out. Okay. And they had to straighten that out before he could get it. But it was it was right around a month before I got my permit. Okay. Which do you, do you see that as too too much or do you think that was okay? No, I know people that have paid $180 for that lifetime permit, as well as others have paid $400 for that lifetime permit. Yeah. And for me to get mine the way I did, I feel bad for those that have had to pay that amount to get it. They should be refunded that money that they paid to get that permit. But due to certain legislature decisions, uh, it benefited me. Yep. Yeah, it did. Yep. All right. The way well, I look at it. Yeah. And I feel everybody to own a gun, you should have to have a permit, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, I think again, that's what a lot of the law enforcement are certainly pro Second Amendment, but they they just think it's a an important kind of uh, avenue to go through. We're gonna take another break. Uh, our final break of the day. If you've got a question or if you've got a comment here on the Sound Off Summit, we'd love to hear from you. The Liquor Vault on air line is two one nine. Three six two zero five two two. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back here on ninety six seven The Eagle. Hello, everyone. Welcome to back to, back to our final segment of Sound Off today. We're having a Sound Off Summit, which means the phones and the text lines are open for you. You could talk about what's on your mind as long as you're civil and on point. Uh, I will say, producer Dennis though does have his gong out, so after two minutes, you will get gong, so we can get to as many callers and uh, uh, texters as possible. <laughs> Yep. See, I, I just got gonged. All right. The Liquor Vault on airline is 219-362-0522. Let's get to a caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling. What's on your mind today? I think uh, drinking beer and wine and that, they pass new laws and that, that you got more or less uh, drive and drink at the same time. Uh, I talked to the sheriff. I said, ain't that against the law? He says, no, they pass new laws. He seemed to be happy about it. The drunker will never inherit the kingdom of heaven. So this drinking's got to stop where you got people two, three, four times over the legal limit. What's coming off? Can't they stop? Why don't they uh, go back to the same laws? I don't know. I'll have to ask about that. I'll write that down. Thanks so much for calling. I will ask the uh, uh, sheriff if any laws for drinking and driving have changed. I'm not familiar with any, but that doesn't mean that they didn't. If you've got a comment today, the Liquor Vault on airline is 219-362-0522. Got about eight minutes left on the show. Plenty of time if you'd like to talk about something, maybe the controversial education bill or gun permit law or former mayor Blair Milo running for Congress or how to spend the art money or the proposed local income tax, whatever's on your mind. Let's get, to, let's get through some tax here or texts here. The taxpayers of LaPorte County do not want to pay $80 million for a drawbridge so sailboats can pass through it. Let's replace it with a regular bridge and let those who have boats that are too tall to pass under it find mooring somewhere else. Um, here's the, the challenge there. I have asked that before and, um, in order to get a bridge that goes tall enough, 
you really have to have a lot more space than it does right now. Um, the bridge has to start way further back, these kind of things. To, to do just a regular bridge isn't going to work for the Coast Guard. They don't want, they, they want to make sure they can get through that bridge. Um, and so uh, the Coast Guard requires that they get through that bridge. Um, so you can have a taller bridge that a boat could potentially get through there. But again, in order to do that, it's going to be hard because you're going to have to, to, to make the, the bridge so long and so far um and, and so there, there's kind of where the, the the struggle is on on some of that um you've got the coast guard saying no 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 you don't get to do that here's the here's the funny thing i was the coast guard doesn't pay for the bridge we do anyway um i enjoyed the first caller sermonette with her scriptures reminding us to love one another great start to the program thanks so much yes i did as well hello nate you're doing a great job my son works for the laporte county highway department commissioner matisse said the county highway is non-essential how can she say that these men and women are out every day they are called out at all hours of the day or night they are work like mules some days if my son could get all the highway workers to call off we would get the next storm and nobody could get to work 911 dispatchers ems police then they will be essential workers i'm not bashing commissioner matias just wondering um i will ask her next time she's on the show what her thoughts on there i agree i think county highway department workers are essential especially in the winter time all right, here's another one. If you've got a call or a question, the Liquor Ball on air line is 209-362-0522. I'd love to hear from you today. Today's a Sound Off Summit show. So as long as you're civil and on point, we'd love to hear from you. Again, 209-362-0522. Getting caught up on some texts right now. Regarding the North-South Corridor, I have serious concerns when Mayor Dermody repeatedly says it's a county project. Yet when a group opposed to this gains 2,000 signatures on a petition, Mayor Dermody has twice commented, we have the list and we are checking the names. If this is a county project, why is he taking a deep dive into those that have signed the petition? In my opinion, this smacks of political bullying and intimidation in the face of those opposing the project. My my theory there, if I can speak for Mayor Dermody, is... Um, so uh, the the those that are opposed to it says there's 2,000 signatures opposed to it. And my, my guess is Mayor Dermody doesn't believe there's actually 2,000 people opposed to it. And so that some of these these uh, signers, signatures, are not LaPorte County citizens. And so that's my theory. I don't know that, but I can ask him. Um, here we go. Why when the U.S. or why when the government needs money for something, they tax us? Does the port have a wheel tax now? Yes, I think that we do. Do we have a lit tax? Nobody pays my bills. Taxes implemented never go away. Now that is pretty true. Taxes often don't go away, but the state has taken taxes away. Um, but the state, what they like to do is take the taxes away and then make your local government raise taxes. And so what it is, is we'll take the funding away from your local government and make them actually take raise the taxes instead of the state doing it. All right. We're having a sound off summit episode today. I'd love to hear from you. 219-362-0522. About four or five minutes left on the show. Let's get to a caller. Hey, thanks so much for calling today on the sound off summit. What's your thoughts? Hey, good afternoon, Nate. Hey, buddy boy. Hey, uh, I decided that I, since Martin Luther King is a man all about peace, and we all should be, I'm not going to bring up anything political today. <laughs> Look at you! Look at you! <laughs> now you got to you got to do this. You got to do the show again, though. Okay? I, I will. I will. So I, I promise. So I, so I, so I can make up for it. As long as, as, as long, note, hey, listen. As long as everyone's civil and on point, we're fine. Yep. <laughs> on a lighter note, uh, I'll bring up something positive. Um, 
the other day over here in Michigan City, I was out, I was out plowing snow on a bright early morning, and I was over by you know where Patriot Park is. Yeah. Yep. Um, right there on 950 West, I saw a bald eagle up in a tree, and then he moved to a telephone pole. So we had a bald eagle right here in our backyard in Laporte County. That's really cool. I've seen some pictures yeah. online on. Uh, I think he posts them, maybe Don Estep, I think is his name. He posts them to, there's a group on Facebook called Laporte Current News and Reviews or something. And I've seen some he posts there of some eagles and stuff like that. I, I love seeing that there's eagles in the community and, you know, different kind of birds like that. It, it's it's really wonderful to see. I've not seen a yeah. bald eagle, but it, they're really cool. So I've seen them, you know, on vacation, you know, yep. by the rivers and places, but uh not not right here in Laporte County and Cool Spring Township. So very cool. Yeah. If you're, I, just, if I just wanted to bring up something. What's that? Yeah, if you're in that community, everyone take take a look. Maybe you guys can see it as well. So yep, there he he. It looked like a, a younger one, but you, you could definitely. He's got the white head and everything. So all right. Well, thanks was, so much for calling, buddy. Very cool. All, all right. right, you have a great day. Take care, take bud. Care. All right, a couple more texts coming through for our sound off summit. This will be our last text of the day. I don't see why a local income tax is needed when in the last three years my property taxes on my house have almost tripled. Um, the local income tax, from what they're saying, again, I'm only parroting what they, the the mayor and other people said, is for specifically for catching up our law enforcement and our fire department and EMS on rates, uh, pay rates that are similar to other counties. That's why they want the local income tax. Mr. Logs, do you plan for any other community gardens elsewhere in Laporte? Now we do have another one on the Jackson Street Community Garden, which is on the corner of Jackson and Jefferson. We have two big community gardens there um, on Jefferson and then also on Brighton Street. Right now, those are our two only projects, but who knows? Uh, we get bored after a while. So. All right, uh, yes, final comment here. Gun permits, yes, should remain because I had no problem getting mine. All right, well, thank you so much uh, for, for listening to the show today. Thanks for participating on our Sound Off Summit. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I love giving you time just to kind of get issues on your mind off to the public. And, and, and it's always good for our politicians and our elected officials to hear some of these things of where you're at. On Friday, we'll be back on the show. State Senator Mike Bahachik's on the show. On Monday, then, I think is Lisa, or no, on that following Friday is Lisa Pierzkowski. Hey, I want to thank you for, so much for listening. Be careful out there. The roads are slick. Take extra time to get to where you're going. Hey, be good to yourself, be good to others, and keep listening to 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of Sound Off. The views on Sound Off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 The Eagle, Spoon River Media LLC, or the sponsors. Sound Off airs every Monday and Friday at 1230. Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for listening to the Sound Off podcast at 96.7TheEagle.com.